In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Yesterday on In the Kitchen, was it not a family recipe? that? Uh, Yeah, that's probably the most famous family recipe we have because that is, if my mom does not make that for, say, Christmas gatherings or Thanksgiving time, people will riot in the family. Much to her dismay. Yeah, she hates to cook anything, (laughs) but she also hates to cook the same thing every time. She's like, why does everybody love this dumb? broccoli casserole which there was a big debate is it a casserole is it a hot dish that debate is still going on on the facebook page you can weigh in but she doesn't like to make it but everybody loves it now that's the uh, that's uh, mama linda's broccoli uh, casserole, casserole yeah, yeah. Uh, but you didn't have the a handwritten recipe for that one. She makes it so much, I don't even know if she uses a recipe ah. anymore. But I do remember seeing, I think her recipe is written on the back of an envelope. Oh. Just like an envelope, you know, that you would rip open your bills, toss the things inside, and then just jot some notes. I think that's what it's written on. Because uh, uh, incidentally, or coincidentally, today I saw a poll. Nearly three quarter of Americans have at least one family recipe that was passed down to them. And those recipes must be pretty good. So just posted on Facebook here, a little delayed compared to normal post time. Facebook.com slash your morning show. What's the family recipe that you have that has been handed down? Bonus, if you could take a little snapshot of it, oh, the, yeah. the handwritten, like your grandma's uh, veggie pizza is what's shown on our graphic here this morning. Hey, there's something very, very special about those handwritten oh, recipes. Yeah. You won't realize it until they have passed and you dig out that recipe years, years, mm-hmm. and years later, and you'll go, oh, that's mm-hmm. Granny's handwriting, or that's Aunt so-and-so's handwriting. Yeah. So uh, we hope to hear from you this morning. After all, Thanksgiving is less than two weeks mm-hmm. away. Facebook.com slash your morning show. We're Tim and Laura, hello, and all this talk of Thanksgiving coming soon. We were watching our show last night, The Reservation Dogs, and a movie trailer came on that seems right up your alley, Laura. Or have you... See, I... Ever since getting on this uh, mushroom coffee, I'm not sure if I'm more focused or... More scatterbrained. Well, yeah, just, more, that's it. So much more room and focus yes. in your brain that it's just rapid fire all I, the time. I can't keep track of what we've talked about. Uh, th- did you ever mention the uh, th- movie Thanksgiving, the horror movie <laughs> called Thanksgiving? I don't know that we've mentioned it on this show, but I did see the trailer yeah? before The Exorcist Believer movie. Oh, that would make they sense. They ran yeah. that trailer for Thanksgiving, and I thought, ah, I mean, well, I'm not going to say absolutely not, but I'm not going to rush right out to the theaters to see it. Uh, here, uh, listen to the trailer. It's so classic. Some would say cliche. The music, the jump mm-hmm. stabs. Uh, here we I are. used to love this town. Until what happened that night. What, what happened? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal when it's not. I want things to go back to normal, too. Oh, what's in that turkey? Some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution here. <gasps> what's going to happen? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, 
Carolina, the GM. Carving up the turkey, carving up the family. Was that Patrick Dempsey's voice I heard? Okay, I thought it was. Our sexiest man alive, right? Okay. You wondered what he's doing. He's, uh, boy, you got a... the Thanksgiving movie. Like a a third-level role as a cop in this uh, (laughs) sure-to-be classic (laughs) holiday film. It's probably going to be one of those where you watch it year after year oh, after yeah. year around like the Elf. holidays. Kind of, yeah, that movie or what are the other Christmas a, movies? A Christmas Miracle Vacation. 34th Street a or whatever Christmas Story, those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving. Probably. Well, you know, many would say that sitting down with the extended family on Thanksgiving is a horror, especially when Uncle Charlie brings up politics. Could be. Oh, who are you voting for next year? Ah! I'm going to give you time to do a little research on your own on this. I need you to pull up your own personal Facebook page and everybody at home do this as well. If you post for businesses, maybe you run a little, you know, oh, I sell candles out of my home. Okay, don't don't look at that page because that's a business page. Right. Don't look at any of that. But your own personal page. When is the last time you made a post? And the reason I bring this up is because Selena Gomez is trending as well. She said she is returning to social media after she announced that she needed a break. This was a big thing. I'm taking a break from social media. It was a two-week break. Two weeks. Uh, Her return to social media comes nearly two weeks after she announced that she needed to get offline for a while. It was just too much. She needed a break. And so now she is back posting the first time about a, a new cookbook, I think. She gave a shout out to her producer and a musician uh, for the Open Wide debut cookbook. So that was her first post back. But two weeks doesn't seem like a like I I just looked at mine and it was way longer than two weeks. And I didn't announce that I was a taking break, a break. Yeah. I just that's the last time I shared something. So I was just wondering if two weeks does seem like a break nah. to most people or if that's just well, that's well, the last time I posted. So take a look, dig up your page and and check the date on the if, last post that you made. If I remember right, part of it was what's going on in the Middle East and that's so tragic and I just can't be, you know, talking celebrity stuff. So to make that kind of a statement, that's gotta be I'd say at least gotta be 30 days, maybe well, two Ed months. Sheer- yeah, when Ed Sheeran announced a break, was it like a year-long break? It was it was a substantial break where people were like, yeah. oh, when, when, is he coming back? Yeah, is he not? He still did music things and carried on with his career, yeah. but just taking a break from social media. Is, is a break two weeks or not? Uh, I'm going to look, like you said, when was my last post? It's Q102. So I did find my... Uh, my post. It was says three days ago. So Tuesday. That was when I posted. How remember my jack o' lantern? Yes. Uh, oh yeah, the big carving. Yeah. You and Londa on there. This is my wife and myself uh, from a photo we took while on vacation, and I, I carved it. It looked pretty good. I, I think I've done better, but so after Halloween, I kind of pulled it inside the porch. Because you know how they get, they start to get softened and yeah. cave in and Ears stuff. Yours were faces. They start to look like they yeah. didn't wear their dentures. Like, <laughs> But I thought I'd leave it on the porch because it's just, it's not insulated or anything. So it, it would stay cold and frozen and not rot any more quickly before we need to mm-hmm. toss it. And uh, somehow the door to the front porch was left open. And uh, Eddie got in there. She loves pumpkin like you know from the can and we'll make uh, wheel my wife will make little treats homemade treats with pumpkin 
So I'm going to hold this up to the camera for you. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> she ate our entire Your faces face. out. There's a <laughs> giant hole. Now that, look, that's a big pumpkin. You can see in the background a chair. The yeah. top of the pop- pumpkin comes up to the seat of the chair. Oh, she was just, I picture her as she's chomping that little butt of hers, oh, just wiggling so happy. Going. Oh, no, yeah. You know what it was. She's tearing into that thing quick, like, I am about to be caught and I will be in trouble, but I'm right. eating this quick. So then later that day, <laughs> evening, she was surprising herself with her own little pumpkin toots. Oh, yeah. There'd be a poop, <laughs> and she'd go, what was that? Like, bark. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it serves you right, Eddie. Oh, so uh, that was your last post that I didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> you can but, see the outlines of our heads, but then the, oh, yeah. it's completely yeah. uh, eaten oh. from the outside. And of. so that was three days ago, you said? Three days ago. Okay. And on average, would you post more than that? Not really. Because my last uh, post was October 17th. Oh. And not... I don't even know if you would count this as a post. I I tagged. Remember when I shared the dream that I had about the guy I went to high school with? He came to my garage sale and bought Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Remember analyzing that dream? Yeah. Well, I wanted to let him know that he was in my dream and find out if he bought Hawaiian shirts at a garage sale or a thrift shop somewhere. And so I posted the link to our podcast. That was October 17th. The time before that would have been September 19th wow. when I shared info on the upcoming murder mystery. So I guess I'm not a very active user. Very. So to me, a two-week quote-unquote break that you announce you're taking from posting on social media doesn't really seem like a break to me. The one before I wouldn't post that much anyways. Tuesday was on Halloween. But I would okay. say I'm, yeah, every two, three days there's a little something a going on. Hey, I gotta get on it. Our you Facebook, better get something up there today. Our Facebook, which is a business page, is about your family recipes that you have handed down. Keep uh, plugging those away. When we get some new ones, we'll uh, talk about those later. Now, here's sports with Todd Bergan. You were a pro wrestling fan sure. back in the day. Yes. All of the familiar names and masks and right. things. The Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> the Crusher. Yeah. Now, how about uh, MMA? Do you follow any of that? Uh, not as much. That's, no. a, that's a little more real, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. really real. Yeah. A little too real. Yeah. A little too much blood for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a lot of broken eye sockets and things. Uh, yeah, they smash on each other, that's for sure. So a Florida man oh, dot, 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 uh, dot. tried to attack the wrong guy. Uh-oh. 50-year-old Omar Marrero uh, started tapping on the glass of uh, Javier Baez's window with a knife. Huh. A 14-inch knife. He wants to rob him, right? So uh, Javier gets out. What he doesn't realize is Javier is a former MMA fighter who had little trouble stopping the attack, picked the guy up, slammed him to the parking lot, gave him a chokehold, and held him till the cops arrived. I feel like he had that coming. Kind of like the person (laughs) getting in the tuba player's face. (laughs) Like, what, what were you thinking? And maybe now you've learned? Your lesson? Uh-huh. The, uh, the attacker is facing one count each of burglary uh, with assault or battery and aggravated battery, according to the jail records. My, my vote would be to not spin that roulette wheel and not try to attack anybody with a knife. That would be the <laughs> That's probably not a good move. idea. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's advice like that that keeps people tuning in. <laughs> Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Here on your Q102 Morning Show, we always say, never stop learning. And don't know too much. <laughs> it's Q102.
Well, we are talking about family recipes. Uh, for one, yesterday it was Mama Linda's uh, broccoli, call it broccoli casserole. casserole. There's still some debate on if it's maybe a side dish, it is a casserole, mm. but if it's main dish, it's a hot dish, or what it is. We grew up calling it casserole, and if mom doesn't make it, people riot in the family because they love it so much. To me, as posted yesterday on In the Kitchen at 1025FM.com, the broccoli and the cheese, and was there a noodle rice, rice space? Uh, to, rice, yes. That seems like a side dish to me. Now, when I suggested... It, that's how we eat it, yeah, as a side. It, when I suggested adding some cooked chicken, which you turned up your nose, of course, then it would become a main dish, a hot dish. Uh, dish. You can make... Really, are there any original recipes to be made anymore? Or is it just handed down and maybe tweaked a little bit? Well, that's... There was some debate uh, years ago. I I don't know if it was someone tried to sue for copyright infringement. You know, if you write a story, if you have a... There's been plenty of song lawsuits lately. But... A recipe, I don't know that you can actually trademark or say that you can't replicate this recipe because people do. People make changes. Maybe you take a half a cup, turn it into a three four quarters yeah. of a cup, and then all of a sudden you say, well, that's a new recipe. So I don't know that you can safeguard a recipe. I mean, you can if you don't share it. You say, this is a family recipe. I won't give it to you. But then you become that person. <laughs> Cindy's Aunt Debbie going to file a, a claim to her left's recipe. I don't think that would fly, but that is I don't is think one, they'll let you. Uh, yeah. Debbie, and then Aunt Barb's Kringla cookies. I think I know oh. what those are. When I said lefsa, you said, what is that? Yeah, what's in that? Uh, do, do you... <laughs> Listen, what I'm planet Minnesota. are you Don't from? get mad. Don't get mad. <laughs> don't they have Lefsa in, Min- in Wisconsin? I, I don't think so. I've Again. never heard of that before the show. I mean, it's very Minnesotan, I suppose. I, and what is it? It, it? It's sort of almost like a tortilla, but it's made with potato, right? I don't, I'm not Norwegian. Oh, see, all of a sudden, you're like, well, I think it's, you should know that. Well, I know what it is when people <laughs> make it, and, uh, and then I like it uh, rolled in sh- uh, butter and sugar and cinnamon. Some Listen, people I'm just not eat it plain. pass on trying it. I just wouldn't know where to even start. Yeah, I think it's, again, am I wrong here? Text, call. To me, it's like a little tortilla but made with, it's potato-based, not flour or corn-based. And then they okay. still, they roll it up. Do I have this right? Uh, if I don't, then somebody please bring a pack of two dozen for me and a nice stick of butter. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. You know exactly how to make it. You're no, like, but I need what? some of your help if you could just... Uh... <laughs> Facebook.com slash your morning show. The Q102 Morning Show. Oh, we got to stop everything. Somebody just mentioned a a scalloped onions recipe that was handed down from Great Graham, who hand wrote several copies for all of her grandkids. She said, don't judge it. Oh, we aren't judging it. Oh, no. Todd might judge it. He may judge, and I'll, t- I'll eat his and the portion for me. I, You know, my husband said, you eat like a, like troll. a troll. I could eat onions any Stuff. way you want to cook them. Think yeah. moss growing under the bridge. Yeah, yeah that's I'm me sitting it. there with a bowl of mushrooms and onions. <laughs> Just eating them all. So, yeah, I don't see. She did not attach the recipe no. for these scalloped onions, but, man, I would try them. There's not Mm-mm. been one person willing to give up a snapshot of that recipe. I, no, I do see. Oh, is I there one? I do see one. There's one what for, I think it was stuffing. 
Oh. Or did or did the person call it dressing? Let me see. Oh, see, there's Sue a... is who shared. She uh, said, when I started hosting Thanksgiving for my family, I asked mom how she made stuffing. She gave me instructions. Oh. When she passed, I laminated the recipe so I will always have it. Oh, Look see, at that, that. The handwritten recipes Susie, are so good. I buy stovetop dressing for chicken, add to it. It's simple. You can tell that's a grandma right in there. Oh, yeah. That's really... I love it. That's a treasure right there. Now, we did get a picture of the monster cookies and coffee cake from Ollie. Mm. Ollie's the one that was bringing us pie and stuff last summer. He's oh, a baker. Yeah. Look, did you see the, that uh, cake? Look at that. Cookie cake. And that's we did sample that coffee cake. Yeah. He brought that oh, coffee that cake one? in. It was very good. Yeah. Did I miss that? Did you eat all the coffee cake? Probably. I remember the... After I got done with I my know. troll bowl of <laughs> mushrooms troll and onions, bowl. I moved on to the coffee cake. <laughs> it says here 54% of people with family recipes got them from their parents. I'm surprised by that because it's only 40% for grandparents. But then... I'm guessing the parents might have gotten it from the grandparents. May have handed them down. Listen, my, I would starve to death if I relied on my mom for recipes. She has broccoli casserole. That's it. She hates to cook even that. And so, yeah, all mine came from granny for sure. Mine is uh, mom used to make uh, what she called butterhorns at Christmas. Are you familiar oh, with these? I can picture them, yep. So it's almost like a, a more sugary crescent. But then there's like this buttery, I don't know what the filling was. I've got it handwritten, nutty. And then you roll them. And then there's this uh, frosting on the top. Those are my favorite at Christmas. And I've got Have you made that them since? Right. I haven't. Oh, whip those up. Because now I can't well, I'm remember gonna cut, where At the, the end of the month, I'm going to be there. Whip those up. I'll, I'll give my uh, oh, okay. troll, best troll taste test rating on them. The prodigal daughter's coming to down. <laughs> Make, Make the cream horns. <laughs> now, you can't tell me, and I, it, it doesn't bother me too much. It is fascinating, though, that Google is not listening at every moment. Oh, everything's yeah. listening. Right? So All we talked devices. about the uh, the scalloped onion recipe was mentioned as one handed down. Mm-hmm. And you were all about that. And I love oh, onions. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think it sounds good. What pops up here uh, in my uh, feed? But uh, now where did it go? Everything you ever wondered about onions in America. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know that I wonder anything. I just love to eat them. Well, Prepare to be fascinated. The French, this is an early, uh, you know, where, where did the onions come from? How did we learn that we could eat them? A French explorer, Jacques Marquette, traveling the shore of what is now Lake Michigan in 1674, relied on onions for nourishment that the indigenous people offered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the onion was called Chicago Wunge. Chicago Wunja, and I apologize, if, but the Chicago means onion place, and that is the origin of the name Chicago. Oh what? No wonder the Midwest is so great. It's the land <laughs> it's of onions. onions. Oh, it is where I belong. <laughs> 70 species of wild onions are native mm. to North America. And this is Native American Heritage Month. The Native Americans harvested them, sometimes ate them raw. Oh, but yeah. Also used them to flavor cooked dishes. They'd eat them oh, a, yeah. as a cooked vegetable, oh, like yeah. we do today. But how about this? They were also used in syrups. And in dyeing 
leathers and clothings. I could see that because a red onion. Oh. You be, be careful with that. Do they stain? Cutting, yeah, they would stain. Oh. I mean, they also would kind of... If you cook a red onion, it kind of bleeds out some of that yeah. juice or color, so they may not look as red in your recipe if they're cooked, but it will make either the broth a little reddish or oh, whatever you're yeah, making. Yeah. 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 They also, it said, uh, roasted wild onions and honey were used by Native Americans to treat snake bites. Yeah. <laughs> See, Personal. I mean, the onion is just... A, yeah. uh, it is so good for you. Hey, Ma. It's so delicious. What are we having for Thanksgiving? Uh, Just onions. Onions. <laughs> if you're at Laura's house, it's onions. Text Tim and Laura, 320-235-1025. The Q102 Morning Show. Are you familiar with the Shine website, S-H-E-I-N, clothing and whatnot? Uh, I don't know. It's a well-known for having massive inventory of trendy clothing produced and sold to consumers on the cheap. I say I've heard of it. I'm not shopped there. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. All right. Trendy clothing quickly and cheap. Here's the, uh, here's the thing. They, uh, they follow trends, data trends. So if, you know, somebody steps out on a runway or a, a celebrity is seen, they're like, hey, this is trending. And then they contact the Let's factory, make, make a bunch of them. We're going to put them out there. Discounted price. We're going to sell them. Great, great thought, certainly. They have become uh, one of the biggest sites, certainly for clothing. Uh, apparently, they get more traffic than Nike, which is the number two selling site according to what I'm reading on an article from our website. Here's the thing, though. Some critics are saying that all of this data and trending and get to the factories comes with a price because, well, the factories are in China. The company was started in China, and they're just worried that following all of your trends, even if it's for, apparently for cable knit sweaters and undies, might be something that the Chinese could use against us. <laughs> to know what the clothing is the hot uh, item? Yes, well, you know, and then, of course, you're using your credit card. They use data and oh, algorithms. Uh, you place an order. It goes to the factory in China. They bang it out, and then you've got it quick. That is actually a, a little consumer consumer safety report. We're just going to throw this onto the mm, show. Yeah. So there was a, and I guess it's not new anymore, but mom was talking to me about this Timu, I think is the uh, website. I think I've where, seen I mean, you yeah. can get for real cheap stuff. And she said, do you think this is real? I forget what we were looking up, something. And she said, oh, I found it. It was like 40 some cents on Timu. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let's, let's go back to advice that you used to impart on me when I was young. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is, right? Uh, yes. And so we didn't order anything. And then I've seen some reports that they've done, say, on the Today Show or Good Morning America, where it is a legit site, oh. but the quality, again, if you're paying, say, a dollar for something that normally would cost 200 somewhere else, uh-huh, you may uh-huh. suffer a little quality issues. But if you don't care, you know, hey, it's a dollar. But also the guaranteed shipping is not so guaranteed. You'll get it. When you'll get it, that's another story. But one time I had ordered something from a company that I never heard of somewhere abroad. uh, It might have been from China. I probably didn't do that much digging at the time. 
And I thought, I don't know if I want to put my credit card info in. So I called the credit card company just to see if they had, like, is this a legit website? Should I use that? And look, look at me. I sometimes make smart decisions. Not always. But the credit card company said, well, don't even worry about it. We will give you almost like a fake number to use that's a one-time use. It'll kind of override your real credit card number. That way, if for some reason... This is not a legit company. We need to cancel the transaction. They don't have your real credit card information. Now, I don't know if all credit cards do that. Well, only the platinum ones by wealthy celebrities like you. Well, no, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But it is something to think about if you are a little bit skeptic of of using your credit card. Now, of course, the credit card companies probably, unfortunately, have to do this all the time where they cancel your card if it's been you know, stolen or used without your knowledge. But this will kind of add another protection of you won't have to cancel the card completely because you have the imposter number issued by the credit card company as kind of a, hey, we're not really going to give your real info, but we'll process the transaction if it's legit. Timu reminds me of, well, this is probably, they'll say, oh, that's so old, Tim. Wish. You familiar with Wish? Website very oh, similar to Timu, a broad team. range seems too good to be true. I got to tell you though, I've I've ordered a lot. My first order was something like, well, you know what? It's not that expensive. Just this is test, all a fraud, yeah. you know. And uh, I have gotten some of the most compliments on some shoes that I've gotten through there. Shirts, okay. although coming from China, uh, if you're a if you're a large. In U.S., you got to get about a 5X to okay. make it fit in U.S. I've got size uh, charts real tiny at the bottom. Yeah. Sometimes they're very important to read and do some measuring at home. Yeah. I've gotten parts for uh, my radio-controlled airplanes. But okay. The shoes, they got some cool... Uh, 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 you know, they smell And that like, website uh, still exists, yeah, too? Yeah. Okay. But you can scroll for a, a month. It just keeps... <laughs> Giving you the little stuff. Oh, more look at that. Well, look at those. Uh, and then look sometimes... Gift-giving guides. Yeah, if you buy with others in the next 10 minutes, they'll give, like, they'll give you all like this discounted price. So there are others looking at this. Like If you'll click on it in the next 10 minutes, it'll be even cheaper. It's addictive. Oh, I have I'm had sure it is. pretty good luck there, knock on wood. Uh, but visit at your own risk, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. Uh, lawyers would. I don't have a lawyer, but th- that's what they would tell you. Smart say. people would say, yeah. again, if it seems too good to yeah. be true, maybe Caution. it is. And like you said, the things take, if you're used to next day, two day Amazon, mm, nah. it could be six weeks because it's coming on a ship. Across the ocean. (laughs) That much we know. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.